Hey y'all, today we continue through the book of Isaiah in chapter 44, which is a continuation of the end of 43, where he is questioning why his children are choosing to serve and worship idols rather than the one and only true God. In verse one, it says, but now listen to me, Jacob, my servant, Israel, my chosen one, the Lord who made you and helps you says, do not be afraid. O Jacob, my servant, O dear Israel, my chosen one, for I will pour out water to quench your thirst and to irrigate your parched fields. And I will pour out my spirit on your descendants and my blessings on your children. They will thrive like watered grass, like willows on a riverbank. Some will proudly claim, I belong to the Lord. Others will say, I am a descendant of Jacob. Some will write the Lord's name on their hands and will take the name of Israel as their own. This is what the Lord says, Israel's king and redeemer, the Lord of heaven's armies. I am the first and the last. There is no other God who is like me. Let him step forward and prove to you his power. Let him do as I have done since ancient times when I established a people and explained its future. Do not tremble. Do not be afraid. Did I not proclaim my purposes for you long ago? You are my witnesses. Is there any other God? No, there is no other rock, not one. How foolish are those who manufacture idols. These prized objects are really worthless. The people who worship idols don't know this. They are all put to shame. Who but a fool would make his own god an idol that cannot help him one bit? All who worship idols will be disgraced, along with all these craftsmen, mere humans, who claim they can make a god. They may all stand together, but they will stand in terror and shame. See, there is a judgment coming, and people will have to answer for their choices and actions. In verse 12, it continues. The blacksmith stands at his forge to make a sharp tool, pounding and shaping it with all his might. His work makes him hungry and weak. It makes him thirsty and faint. Then the woodcarver measures a block of wood and draws a pattern on it. He works with chisel and plane and carves it into a human figure. He gives it human beauty and puts it in a little shrine. He cuts down cedars. He selects the cypress and the oak. He plants the pine in the forest to be nourished by the rain. Then he uses part of the wood to make a fire. With it, he warms himself and bakes his bread. Then, yes, it's true. He takes the rest of it and makes himself a god to worship. He makes an idol and bows down in front of it. He burns part of the tree to roast his meat and to keep himself warm. He says, ah, that fire feels good. Then he takes what's left and makes his god a carved idol. He falls down in front of it, worshiping and praying to it. Rescue me, he says. You are my God. Such stupidity and ignorance. Their eyes are closed and they cannot see. Their minds are shut and they cannot think. The person who made the idol never stops to reflect. Why, it's just a block of wood. I burned half of it for heat and used it to bake my bread and roast my meat. How can the rest of it be a God? Should I bow down to worship a piece of wood? The poor deluded fools feed on ashes. He trusts something that can't help him at all. Yet he cannot bring himself to ask, Is this idol that I'm holding in my hand a lie? Pay attention, O Jacob, for you are my servant of Israel. I, the Lord, made you, and I will not forget you. 
She's saying, look, you're being lied to. You're falling into deceit. And we need to be so cautious of that today because the, the enemy is bold. He is out there trying to steal, kill, and destroy and devour all of God's children and lead them astray with deceit and lies. And we need to hold things in our hands and in our hearts and our minds and question it against the scripture and pray on God to direct you and lead you and guide you and say, is this a lie? Because I only want the truth. I only want the truth of God. And I only want God in my life. I do not want any false idols or any false anything in my life. I only want God. And he says, pay attention. God made you and God will not forget you. He just waits for us to turn to him and cling to him with all our hearts. In verse 22, it continues. I have swept away your sins like a cloud. I have scattered your offenses like the morning mist. Oh, return to me. For I have paid the price to set you free. Sing, O heavens, for the Lord has done this wondrous thing. Shout for joy, O depths of earth. Break into song, O mountains and forests and every tree. For the Lord has redeemed Jacob and is glorified in Israel. This is what the Lord says, your Redeemer and Creator. I am the Lord who made all things. I alone stretched out the heavens. Who was with me when I made the earth? I expose the false prophets as liars and make fools of fortune tellers. I cause the wise to give bad advice, thus proving them to be fools. But I carry out the predictions of my prophets. By them I say to Israel, people will live here again. And to the towns of Judah, you will be rebuilt. I will restore all your ruins. When I speak to the rivers and say, dry up, they will be dry. When I say of Cyrus, he is my shepherd. He will certainly do as I say. He will command, rebuild Jerusalem. He will say, restore the temple. Now, something to ponder on as we conclude this chapter. This is the restoration of Jerusalem after the Babylonians come in and wipe it flat, completely wipe it flat and destroy the temple and take them into captivity and exile for 70 years. And this hasn't even happened yet. This is prophesied about 100 years before this even happens. And he's saying, look, I will rebuild you. You will be rebuilt. Turn to me, repent, ask for forgiveness. In Cyrus, he speaks by name. Cyrus. He says, he is my shepherd and he will do what I say. He's not in the picture yet. He's not even born yet. He's not even thought of yet by anyone other than God. 190 years later, he will enter the world. He's not even born at all yet. In in 580, or I'm sorry, 538 BC, Cyrus is indeed on earth and he issues a decree and he allows Jews to return and rebuild Jerusalem. God prophesied it almost 200 years before the man was even born, and he shows up and does exactly what God says he's going to do. If God says he has a plan, he means it, and he does it. We can count on him, and there is nothing to doubt in our minds. There is no doubt about God and who he is and that we should give him all our heart, all our worship. His Bible is true, and he gave it to us. His scripture is true, and he breathed it for us. It has credibility all over the place, and we just have to consume it and spend time with God and let him reveal his word and his truth in our lives every single day of our lives. Just feast on him and let him show you his will and his love and his life for our lives. 
And you you never stop being in awe. When I looked up Cyrus, I was like, whoa, this is so cool. The man hasn't even been born yet. Like he's 200 years out and God already has him planned. God already has a destiny for him. God already has a will for his life. He created us. He designed us perfectly. He has a will, a plan, and a purpose for each and every one of our lives. We just have to submit ourselves, let him lead, and let him show us what he wants to do in our lives because it's amazing. Cyrus set the Jews free and led them back to Jerusalem so they could rebuild the city. He did exactly what God wanted him to do, and it was a glorious plan that that restored Jerusalem. And um, when you just ponder on these things and just meditate on them, it does blow your mind and it does raise your faith. It's like, wow, God, you are amazing. He has everything for us. He just wants us to trust him and let him pour it out. We just have to rely on him, lean on him and trust him because he's got us. There's no reason to fear. He has us. So that concludes chapter 44. And I'm not going to start chapter 45 because um, we're almost at 10 minutes. So we'll go on into chapter 45 tomorrow and learn more about Cyrus, this amazing anointed called man of God that hasn't even been born yet and won't be for almost 200 years. Thanks, y'all. Have a great day.